0: Welcome to Tip of the Iceberg. My name's Oliver Yates, and this podcast looks below the surface of today's news at finance, climate change, and politics, providing details and insights you need to make sense of it. Having had a career in international finance, government, and private investment, it's often what lies below the surface that will change your views about what you see above. Hello everyone, it's Oliver Yates here and I've got my uh, daughter Monica Yates here with me and um, i trying our first podcast here in relation to the key issue of the day and actually it's been a bit of a key issue for me throughout the election which has just concluded in Australia and I think it's a key issue on people's minds. People are asking how the election result was so different to what people were expecting and what the pollsters were expecting and What is really going on with all of the claims and counterclaims that um, certainly seems to have pervaded the political sphere? And I guess one of the things about participating in politics is you really do get to feel and try and understand what information the voter is getting on which they make their decisions. So today, if you want, I think we'll call this podcast um, The Art of Deception. (laughs) And uh, uh, the art of deception was really what was employed by the Liberal Party over the course of the campaign. And um, I don't want this podcast to be perceived to be political. I really want you to understand um, the limitations or the ground rules in relation to the information that you receive during a political campaign.
1: And the truth of what really happened. That's,
0: that's right, whether it be coming from any party. Um, their ability to to lie to you and provide you with yeah. false and misleading information. So if you're receiving this quite recently, you'll see an article on The Guardian um, which relates to a sign um, which was put up in Mandarin around the polling booths which seems to give a very clear direction on how people obviously with a limited English should vote.
1: So just to clarify, you just said that it's just I think it was mumbled the sign was in Mandarin. Yeah. So it was all in characters um, and, yeah, keep going.
0: Yeah, so it was around the polling booth and that's that's what a Guardian article is, is, is there about. But I guess through this whole process of the election campaign, I was amazed um, at the outrageous uh, claims that were made about uh, me or my position or about the policy positions that I had taken and, um, when, in all honesty, the the positions were um, completely fabricated or misleading and deceptive. So I went through the process of actually questioning this and trying to dig up how, when you know in business you can't be misleading and deceptive, how can politicians and political parties seem to print, distribute and mail to your homes information uh which is clearly misleading and deceptive
1: what i don't like about the election is that you guys can badger each other so much or whatever or put each other down so much as well, well. i don't feel like that's fair
0: well let's just go through what's legal yeah. because i think when you get around to looking at the tip of the iceberg you actually say well why would anybody be able to legally continue going out there and mm. providing mis- false and misleading information so so there was some false and misleading information put out about me um, which um, I challenged and uh, I wrote off to the Liberal Party and said uh, I think that it's you know, defamatory and um, clearly is misleading and deceptive. And what the, um, what the main thing that I was horrified that came back to me and I was really surprised at and being naive because I haven't been in politics, I'm a kind of a business person, my assumption was is that you couldn't be misleading and deceptive. And um, what the Liberal Party lawyers sent back to me was um, really quite an interesting statement. They said that the Electoral Act, which is the law, which kind of sets out how you conduct elections, has a provision in it in relation to misleading and deceptive conduct. And it says that their interpretation of that provision is that The section of the Electoral Act, which is Section 329 of the Electoral Act, only prohibits misleading and deceptive conduct in relation to information about the actual casting of the vote. In other words, how you vote.
1: So can you put that in dumb language? Yeah, so how
0: you vote. So I was going to go how you vote. Not about any of the information that is given to you on which you determine how you will vote. So... So if I can go through that, it would be misleading and deceptive to tell you, in Australia we've got compulsory in, in, uh, in voting, uh, you need to fill out in the House of Representatives all of the boxes on the kind of green paper. Mm-hmm. It would be misleading and deceptive to tell you to go put a number one in all of the boxes because that will render your vote invalid. Yeah. Uh, it's illegal or, or not to fill in all of that. That would oh, be misleading okay. and deceptive. That's the the rules in relation to the casting of the yeah. vote. But for me to say that the candidate believes that people should be taxed one thousand percent, which is completely rubbish and totally misleading and deceptive, yeah. is absolutely legal. So
1: that makes literally no sense.
0: Well what it's say- so not
1: not you, like that that so, fucking rule makes so, no sense. Well
0: what it says is that I'm entitled to say whatever I want about another party. Another party or about their policies or even about- if it's false. Absolutely, that actually the Liberal Party actually asserted that it's right. So it actually says that, um, yeah, that under the case which they believe they can be misleading and deceptive, it, it constrained the scope of what the Act said in relation to not being misleading and deceptive to only a phrase which is in relation to the actual placement of your vote, not to the broader context of whom you should vote for. So I was a little bit surprised a uh, little bit um, uh, and, and, and so therefore they concluded that look regardless of whatever you kind of say Oliver about the um, um, our statements being misleading in conduct so what you know it doesn't breach the electoral act so we're allowed to be misleading in deceptive conduct because we can say whatever we want about you which and is about so any wrong because all
1: lies then because yeah. they can get away with lies
0: which is what we've seen in this campaign we have seen nothing but a systemic amount of fabrications, where that government changes everything. So we have a, you know, um, a pensioners, you know, retirement taxes, you know, on franking credits, which is not a tax. It's not a tax at all. It's you're not able to get the you're not able to get money back uh, under under the pension scheme, and under, not under the pension scheme from previous tax that was paid on shares. So there's a, you know. There's, they have distorted the meanings of words absolutely intentionally to deceive people. So I was just showing Monica, and it's up on again on my Twitter. Uh, you will see a, um, uh, an advertisement, which has been on WeChat in Mandarin, and in that WeChat, it actually says.
1: Oh, it was an it was an ad, it, it was an advertisement.
0: Oh, it's a start, yeah, it's out floating <gasps> like around like an
1: Instagram ad.
0: Well, I don't know whether it's an ad, but it was out. Okay,
1: you know, a, a picture floating around. Yeah, okay. on,
0: It's on my it's on my it's on my Twitter yeah, yeah, page. Yeah, yeah, you know, we,
1: and WeChat is like a chat thing that a lot of um,
0: people who don't speak English uh, yeah, use. Asians use. Yeah, that's right. And yeah. um, and it claims that you know the Labor Party will introduce seventy five percent capital gains tax, which was complete rubbish. And they're going to introduce a high death duty, which is total rubbish. So none of these things are part so in, of a Labor Liberal, a Liberal Party policy at all.
1: In really basic terms, because you explained to me in the kitchen, basically, because I don't know what a high death duty thing is, but basically what they've done is...
0: Just made up new taxes. Made up taxes. You can make up taxes or anything. I'm going to say, I'm I'm going to bring in a... The manner
1: which Chinese would not want. They wouldn't want those high taxes.
0: Well, I don't think so the Chinese want them or anybody might not want them. They're not even part of the Labor Party policy at the moment. So they just literally made shit up. They basically make stuff up. Right. Um, And you wonder whether that actually has had a major influence on this election. Because remember, in this election, people were surprised... Um, the Labour Party put out all its policies, and so therefore, which is quite abnormal, normally, and this is important that people understand normally, an opposition doesn't put out their policies. Normally, what happens is is you let and you criticise the government's policies. In Can we dumb that
1: down? Yeah, so, much? so
0: in other words, there are two major parties the Liberal Party and the Labour Party. Yeah. The opposition tends to be the, gov- the party that is not in government, doesn't mm-hmm. control the government. Okay. And the government is obviously made up of the government. So in this situation, the Liberal Party was the government. Okay. And Labor was in, in opposition. Okay. And the typical way you go through an election process is the opposition opposes most of the government's policies
1: oh, and challenges
0: okay. those okay. policies and may put some up of its own. Yeah. The Liberal Party, because it's been very dysfunctional with its multiple leader changes, seems to be... Significantly lacking in policies. So the Labour Party put out a whole series of policies that said that it would put in place should it be elected.
1: Okay.
0: And the Liberal Party seems to be busy criticising those.
1: I feel like they do a very good job at criticising
0: But it's not criticising. Criticising of a policy is okay. But actually coming up with a scenario to say you're going to introduce a 75% capital gains tax or you're going to introduce That's just high BS. death it's duties. Not allowed. What
1: is a high death duty?
0: Basically, when you die, you look at your assets and you say, oh, well, you've, you've left a lot of money when you die. I'm going to tax some of that from you.
1: Oh, man, right, okay. What are some other things that we saw um, in the election period? And you may
0: laugh about that. It's typically called an inheritance tax, right? Uh-huh. And it has real social sense to an inheritance tax sometimes because the argument that a lot of people say is that when people come and are born on this planet, mm-hmm. they should start off at a similar place. In other words, economic and opportunity should be similar. Yeah. And then they work and compete with each other yeah. and they may end up with a bit more later yeah. than their other person or a mm-hmm. bit less. The idea that someone is born here and starts off with a bank balance of $10 million and another person starts off with a bank balance of zero... I see. ...doesn't create in any world, way anyway, a fair... Uh, competitive arrangement between right. two babies that are born in the same hospital yeah. at okay. the same time. Yeah. and then what happens is, of course, the one with ten million dollars goes to much better school, could go to much better schools, much uh... better this. So they have an advantaged life. Okay. The okay. idea in society is that people should be rewarded in relation to the application of their skills, mm-hmm. not be rewarded because they had more money in the first place. Got it. Okay.
1: okay. Yeah. Okay. So, what are some of the other really deceptive things that we saw being done? Um, yeah, in so in, yeah. So,
0: yeah. So, about can...
1: the paying people and the money and all that. Jazz? No. Well,
0: let's just go back because I don't know how much time people have got, but because the main thing is, let's just look at what we've been putting up on Twitter and, and let's deal with this these Mandarin signs because I think the Mandarin signs. We're issue... only done
1: twelve minutes. So we can keep going. Okay. For ages. But the,
0: Ma- the Mandarin signs, signs issue at bowling yeah. booths will become a major political. Uh, Issue in relation to um, in relation to the election campaign now, because the signs that were put up in Mandarin actually said at the headlines they were they were in the colours of the Australian Electoral Commission, which is the government agency that run the election. They were in their colours,
1: which makes you think that they it's have been approved sign. by the AEC.
0: Yeah. Well, that's an official sign. Yeah. Okay. And what this one said is it says to make the correct vote. You put one in the Liberal box and then you fill out the other boxes with the candidates of your choice. Now, totally deceptive. Yeah, for most people you'd say, well, they should know that probably that doesn't make a lot of sense but for a lot of people who don't know anything about politics Right, then it wouldn't um, be. and it tells you in the electoral offices colours that to make a correct vote you have to put one in the in the liberal box and you don't know 100%. Po- you probably don't even know who liberal is but yeah. you might know who Oliver and Tim and Charles and Eddie are. Yeah. So you put one in the liberal box and then you know you you fill in the rest of the bits and pieces. Whatever you want. You you may well be confused.
1: 100%. It's like if uh, you said uh, to uh, me... I'm confused by that. It's like it's like if you said to me... To make a
0: correct vote, it says.
1: Yeah. yeah. You, if, if you said to me, you need to vote number one in this box, I'd be like, okay, I'm going to do that because I don't I don't know much about politics. Well, since, Now I know a bit because of you running it this time. But, like, I remember the last time when I was living in Melbourne, there was an election. I literally had to say to mum and you, what am I doing? Who am I voting for? Because we're not taught it. So if there's a sign there... You'd have every right to look at it and listen to it if you don't know much about politics.
0: Yeah, well, so then we go into the interesting scenario. So if the sign is illegal, what happens? Yeah. Uh, and that's where we're heading to at the moment, and which is the reason...
1: Re-election, if... everyone vote for Tad. <laughs> no,
0: no, no. Well, it won't make any difference in this in this electorate, but it may make a difference in a neighbouring electorate. But there is a process, and again, it's another extraordinary... But the sign
1: was in our electorate. I
0: know, I know. Well, I'll explain what okay, happens okay, from okay, this yeah. point forward. Okay. So if you have a fraudulent sign which is proved to be misleading and deceptive. Mm-hmm. Um, first of all, it's a criminal offence. Oh. So the question is, is why is the AFP and why is the Director of Public Prosecutions not actually intervening immediately oh. and asking whether this is oh. a criminal uh, offence because it does appear to be dis- uh, um, misleading and deceptive?
1: Damn, this is juicy.
0: In relation to the discussions we've had with the AEC, the AEC seems to be more focused on that on the colour of the sign and and talking about how they don't have a monopoly on the right of the colour of the sign and therefore it's okay. And we point out to them the text of the sign actually is a direction to vote. So you remember before yeah. the Liberal Party argued to me mm-hmm. that they could say anything about me, they could do anything about say anything that they wanted to about me, whether it was true or not true. Oh, this is so because rude. it was not a direction to vote. It was a way to direct to influence your making up your mind of who you wanted to vote for. And the Electoral Act is not concerned with being misleading and deceptive in how you make up the mind of who you vote for. It's only concerned with deceptive conduct in relation to the way you cast your vote. Well, a direction like that telling you that you should put vote one for Liberal has got nothing to do I'm with am not should. Sure. You have
1: to. You it have l- to. The literally correct said way, the correct the way correct to vote way is, to vote. yeah. Yeah,
0: that's right. Yeah. That, that has got nothing to do with the selection of the candidate. That is just a direction in relation to the way you cast your vote. This is so, so good you because can't, we have conflicting
1: you, evidence from right. them, which is so, awesome. So you
0: can't have it both You can't have it both You, can't, it both you, you can't just have a get-out-of-jail-free card no. of misleading, deceptive on this side because it isn't...
1: On it, a Tuesday, I feel like this, and on a Wednesday, I feel like this. That's
0: right. So so the, um, the AEC uh, has had numerous correspondence with us now in relation to this matter, and we're not getting any sense out of them uh, at all. They're now arguing that a direction like that is similar to a how to vote card. You know, because we put mm. out we give people how to vote cards. Now,
1: yeah.
0: I'd love to actually hand out a how to vote card that's purple, looks like the AEC envelope, and what it says is please, this is the correct way to vote. <laughs> oh, no, all of the, all of the one. one. Yeah. And if you'd, like to choose, <laughs> if you'd like to choose any of the other candidates, you know, please fill them in yeah. one, one yeah, through. Th- th- the, the correct way to vote in AEC colours would be to put one for all of the eights yeah. and then choose, uh, um, you know... And eight for Liberal. Well, you, know, <laughs> you put one for them under that... Well, yeah, eight, eight under that scenario and yeah. put eight. Um, that is very different in a how-to-vote card, which has got all the political information where you know where it's coming from and you know what it's given to you. Mm. It's totally different to a sign that is attached to the polling booth, very close to the polling booth, um, which in certain circumstances was actually almost adjacent to the polling opening sign. So on the website you'll see... Where these ones were attached, it had the white sign saying "polling booth open"
1: right next to right it. Right
0: next to it, and when in I, the same colours. And it when says I was at Genizano volunteering, yeah,
1: yeah. they one of the one of the liberal people, Tim Smith, yeah, Tim Smith, he took it inside to be inside the polling booth.
0: Took it out, brought it out of the polling booth, or
1: somebody put it inside, yeah. and then I think they got in trouble or whatever. I don't know what happened. I wasn't really paying attention, yeah, and I then really, yeah. he brought it out, and then they, but, he, but but he didn't bring it out and then put it. In the bin or something, he then got masking tape, or no, duct tape, and taped it up to the fence right next to the AEC or somewhere where the other signs were as you enter the purple sign saying to vote correctly, you ought to vote Liberals one.
0: Correct. So that was at four o'clock in the afternoon. That was almost like at the end of the day.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So i had have been so, inside all day.
0: Yeah. So, so, th- so anyway, so let's go through the story a little bit more. So then you say, okay, well, if it is, if it is, as you say, um, Uh, um, what what should the AEC do about it? So the AEC is basically saying that, you know, they don't think that it's misleading and deceptive, uh, which we don't necessarily agree with. Um, So what happens there? And the AEC is arguing, well, you know, if we don't think it's necessarily misleading and deceptive, uh, there's nothing to do. So then you say, well, actually it is misleading and deceptive and there should be someone who acts... On that, and there's two areas you can go to. You can go to the AFP, which is the Australian Federal Police, mm-hmm. or you can go to the Commonwealth um, uh, uh, Director of Public Prosecutions, which is someone to prosecute for public offences. However, however, it seems to be clear when discussions in the D- DPP that they only act on referrals from another government body. So, if the AFP and, and,
1: and DPP is the
0: Director of Public Prosecutions. P- Like police? Uh, The Director of Public Prosecutions is a a body which is there to um, pursue cases on behalf of the public in relation to matters like this. But they're saying they will only act if they get a referral from the AEC. (laughs) And the AEC is saying, well, as the election's technically finished now, it's not not in our jurisdiction.
1: Jesus.
0: So then we said, "Well, well, why don't we talk about going to the AFP? And the AFP, which is the Australian Federal Police, have said they don't expect to do anything very fast because they have a very low priority on any form of electoral act offences. They consider them to be minor. So we have a an election, particularly in the seat that's next to with Chisholm. The government doesn't have a majority without holding on to that seat of Chisholm. Can you yeah. dumb that down? Yeah, so there are different electorates around here. I'm in Kujan, obviously. Yeah. The next door yeah. electorate is Chisholm. Okay. In that electorate, the margin between Liberal and Labor is about 500 votes. Okay. They could easily have votes that have been influenced by this misleading and deceptive conduct. Right. Without that seat, the government doesn't have a majority government. It can't actually pass bills in its own name. Okay. So that seat is now going to be pivotal in relation to mm. whether it is actually correctly a Liberal seat or if those votes have been fraudulently cast as a result of being confused by misleading and deceptive com- information as to whether there'll have to be a re-election in that seat all over again. That would be so good. I know,
1: because you're not in that seat. You can't run for it. I'm
0: not in that seat. I'm not in that seat. I'm not suggesting it is so good. It's actually so bad. That, um, that it's amazing that people have... have that have the
1: lights come in, like people are seeing the truth of this of what's really happening.
0: Well, the main thing that people need to understand is that there should be a massive health warning on the bottom of anything that's got political material. You need to understand clearly mm-hmm. that anything that comes from a political party during a campaign does not in any way need to be truthful. Which is Which ridiculous. is unbe- unbelievable. So, they're so not you, okay. So they're sending you all this information... But there is no rules in relation to that information, and there's
1: no necessarily. And you can't none sue it's them. And you truth. can't
0: challenge them, and it, and it absolutely clearly doesn't. So not they can make
1: to up the anything they wanted to about you. Yeah,
0: and what's more is they assert their right to make up anything. That's part of their political tactic. Which, so, which, so should, not un-
1: which should not be a law. That's, that should no. not be allowed.
0: So you have the untruthful department basically working out, you know, oh, good, we're going to this election, Monica, and what we're going to do is, right, we've got our policies here, we've got our platforms, we've got our artwork, okay, what are the lies and, um, and fabrications we've got from you in our lies and fabrications department? Yeah. What list of things have you got there that we're going to put out to confuse the hell out of everybody and make the other guys look bad? Can you imagine running... A scenario where that is the way that we're operating but that is, that is the way can we, that we also, are operating. Can we
1: also add in dad quickly while we're on topic of this yeah. that you were ghosted when you were doing the electorate and like ghosted? by or like those two girls are following no, you with the cameraman. No. don't worry about that. Okay? No,
0: let's worry about that. Just... Okay. Look, so, so I'm just dealing with this one issue first, which actually relates yeah. to the current issue about misleading and deceptive conduct in information and misleading and deceptive conduct in relation to the signs, which people need to understand. A few of the people have seen that I've actually now put out that we might challenge this. And one of the funniest comments that I've had back already, that, um, that uh, um, one of the reasons why the AEC said it was valid is that under the AEC rules, you have to have on the bottom of it you know this sign is print is authorised by, you know somebody yeah. else from the Liberal Party, and it's printed by somebody. Yeah. Right? So you have a Chinese sign for people who can't speak English.
1: Yeah.
0: And have a guess what they've written the authorisation. Oh, for. in English. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> so, so so if those signs are meant to be able to be read by people, so they understand it's a Liberal Party yeah. sign as a result of the authorisation. That also, the
1: authorisation should have been in Chinese well, or whatever. I
0: don't know, but it's pretty pretty uh, pretty pretty weird, isn't it? So. So you have. But I
1: think in the first place, how is it even allowed?
0: Exactly. You know, like that's that's, that's the real the thing. thing. Well, my
1: Absolutely. question, like, is like, why why is it that the all these different police departments, all the all these different Australian whatever departments, why are they all all on one team together? Like, who's paying who? They're What's all this? staying quiet. The 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 police, the AE something or other, and the federal something or other—they're all in.
0: Look, I don't think they will. I think the issue is is they don't like getting into disputes, and the problem is is that. That's a real failing in this country because the AEC is a statutory authority and a statutory authority has a fundamental responsibility of upholding the act on which it is there to operate. And if there is a misleading and deceptive clause under that act, it should actually take um, uh, action. Now, interestingly, if you go to the AEC website and you ask, does the electoral act require truth in advertising, the AEC says no. The AEC has no role in regulating the political content of electoral advertising. What? Yep. The AEC is is responsible for ensuring as far as possible the electoral advertising does not mislead voters about the way in which they cast their vote, not in relation to anything other matters. That's just... So, so again... Um, We are in a very um, strange position where it would appear that this election was fought and won on a strategy of misleading the voter. So the whole strategy in terms of moving your vote was about coming up with lies that confused you to vote in a certain pattern, which... People believe, or a lot of people, I wouldn't say the whole election was, but certainly in some places, yeah. it was.
1: I think, especially young people as well, because I mean, older people are aware of like that the Liberal Party hasn't fulfilled what they've said over the years, but a lot of young people were not aware at this time. No,
0: but that doesn't do really different fulfilling what you said. The difference is is whether you can actually enter into arrangements where you just blatantly lie now, and it isn't just the Liberal Party. The problem for politics in general is that no party should be able to have a a special dirty tricks department which spends all of their time thinking, well, how am I going to win this election? I'm not going to win this election because I speak well. I'm not going to win this election by offering vision. I'm not going to win this election because I've got better policies. No, I'm going to win this election because I can tell better lies about the other side than anybody else can. And they think that that is actually a skill that is part of the political craft.
1: what we saw with the Liberals, they literally had like a little, it was like they had a little party. Where it was like a like what you just said, Department of Lies or whatever. Well,
0: that's what that's but what th- you their did
1: mission was. was. Their job was create lies and deceive.
0: That's right, and they'd be saying that's completely a sensible strategy because the law says they can. So if you're all about just winning the election, but I don't
1: understand how humans can even think that's sensible. Anyway,
0: anyway, but but again, this is an indictment of one party or another. It's trying to get below the surface so people understand. What when the information the that they're getting, yeah, exactly. But the information they're getting is allowed and can be constructed in a way which the party constructing it knows and intentionally designs it to mislead and deceive you, and they think they're doing themselves a brilliant job.
1: It's a very negative way to operate. Yeah.
0: So that's probably enough for today to explain.
1: So where to awkwardly brand up then? Where to from here, Dad?
0: Uh, Where to from here? Well, I think we will have to see what happens as to whether we take action uh, through the courts to try and test this because at the moment um, most people don't test the law appropriately and it's a very important process to test the law to make sure it's working appropriately. What I believe uh, has occurred here is that... um, only last year the government was fully aware of this gap in the legislation and rather than fix this gap in the legislation, decided to leave it fully open to enable them to exploit it. So um, I I believe, from what I've heard, is that when there was changes made about um, another scare campaign which came out from the Labor Party this time, so no-one's immune from it, Mm -hmm. the Labor Party seems to have sent a... SMS to everybody just before the last election to say the Liberal Party is going to, you know, remove Medicare, which was called the MediScare campaign. Oh,
1: yeah.
0: Um, They uh, changed the laws to try and make it clear that you couldn't pretend to be another organization. But they decided not to change the laws on misleading. So they could use it to their advantage So they could use it to their advantage this time. Wow. Which... Is extraordinary because the MediScare campaign was exactly the same thing, misleading and deceptive conduct. Mm-hmm. They were trying to make people believe something which the Liberal Party said wasn't true. In that case, the Liberal Party says they were not going to close down MediBank, but the Labor Party wanted to scare everybody into believing them that they would. So this is a tactic that's now gone on for probably Sh- two like or a- three elections, but it's not acceptable. It's, it's, it's not, not conduct like- becoming of anybody to run... A campaign, or to run a business, or to run any organisation, so, so, so where my operate. strategy is to deceive people—it's yeah. simply not correct. So we'll leave it there. It's um, almost um, half an hour, which is pretty good for my first podcast. Yeah. Hope you guys enjoy it. Hope you understand when you're looking at political information at the moment that um, you may as well, um, you know, use it for um, toilet paper because <laughs> it could be. Um, Misleading and deceptive, and is most likely to be misleading, mis- deceptive, and could be intentionally designed to be misleading and deceptive. That's a very, I think that's the worst. That's bit. a very sad world where, yeah. where we have people whose skill set is how do I deceive people? Not a good. Better than the last thing. Like, so, hey, we what's We don't your
1: want job? that. We don't want those people running the country.
0: Well, that's that's mm-hmm. the way our political system currently runs at the moment, and without change, um, then um, then that will be uh, around for a while. Thanks everyone for listening. If you'd like to rate and review my podcast, that'd be great. Please share it on social media and tag me so that more people will also get to understand what's going on below the surface. I'll try to make complex simple, so send me your issues that you want to discuss. Each week, I'll share a topic, and if you like, you can send questions through to Twitter or Instagram. So until next time, everyone, make sure when you're looking what's on the top, think about what lies below.